Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi, and today's episode is very, very, very special. I feel like every episode is special. I feel like I say that a lot, but listen, it's 100% true uh, today on the show. It's extremely special. It is the first ever movie commentary episode of 15 Minutes of Marvel. Now, if you look at the runtime of the episode... It's not your standard 15. It's not your standard 20 minutes. You know, that's the name of the game. I stick to the 15 minutes of Marvel. But uh, today, we're going two hours of Marvel. People, we're mixing it up a little bit. I am, I'm hyped. I'm excited. I've got my my gin, uh, homemade gin drink that I made. You know, I just took some gin that I had in the freezer, and I mixed it with seltzer water and lime. I'll be honest, it slaps. It's very good. I also have a beer next to me. Uh, and I am also recording in the lab. If you follow me on Twitter, at 15MinuteMarvel, you know that I recently decked out a, a shed, an outdoor shed, and I made it a recording studio. Uh, I've called it the Mini Marvel Studio. I think I'm going to stick with that. I, I think that's where we're going. But listen, I'm watching the movie, and I'm recording in the Mini Marvel Studio tonight, and I am, I'm hyped. I'm very excited for it. So we've got a long episode in store, and it is a movie commentary episode. So listen, I'm going to break it down a little bit. Here's how it's going to go. I've never done one of these before, so you got to bear with me. This is the this is the first time. Uh, so we we will see how things go. But I put up a, a vote on Twitter last week, and I said, listen. Um, I'm going to watch a movie and I'm going to do a movie commentary episode and what movie should I watch? Should it be Ant-Man or should it be Captain Marvel? Y'all know I have a a very special place in my heart for Captain Marvel and you know, you all voted for Ant-Man. So I'm a little mad, but you know, I'm not going to hold against you. Ant-Man's fantastic. So I'm going to watch Ant-Man and as I'm watching Ant-Man, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to commentate. Uh, that's commentate. That's the thing, right? I'm going to commentate on the movie as we go, and and listen, if you want to, you know, play this podcast and watch along with me, that's dynamite. Uh, you know, we can we can pretend that we're watching it together, and I think that's the goal here: make some friends and and have a good time. Uh, or if you just want to listen to me ramble as I watch Ant Man and and pretend you're watching it, that's also fantastic. I have no problems with that. So I am going to start Ant Man, and I am exactly at zero seconds. So go to Disney Plus, grab your Blu-ray, gla- grab your your Steelbook, whatever whatever you've got, whatever copy of Ant Man you have, and and plug it in and hit play. I am exactly at exactly zero seconds. So I I, I will tell you when I'm going to hit play, and I want to build up the suspense because honestly, I'm a little nervous. I'm not ready for this. I haven't seen Ant Man in. In a hot minute, it's been a while. I know it's rated in my top 10 MCU movies for sure. Uh, I did an MCU draft a while back with three films pod, and and I snuck Ant-Man in the fourth round. I'm going to say that's a stellar pick. So I'm an Ant-Man fan, but you know I'm glad to be watching it again. I feel like it always deserves or deserves an, a nice rewatch. Um, and hopefully as we watch this movie, uh, you know, I get a little bit looser. Hopefully things go well. I've got my gin, I've got my beer, and... And I'm a lightweight, so I think that should do it for me and put me in a good spot. So, without any further ado, I'm at zero seconds, and I'm pressing play in three, two, wait. I'm going to tell you on go. Not on one, but on go. So three, two, one, go. That's when you're going to play. Three, two, one, go. 
Okay, look, the movie has started. I'm kind of freaking out because this is fantastic. Uh, whoo, 1989. We're gonna kick it off. I don't really know how I should commentate a movie, by the way. I'm, I'm not. I've never done this before, but I, I like it so far. Six seconds in, I'm a big fan. Oh God. He doesn't seem happy. No, he doesn't seem happy. Come on, get out of here. If he's yelling your name. Is Michael Douglas de-aged right now? Is he de-aged? Because he looks phenomenal. Yeah, he's got to be de-aged. Oh, no. Oh, he's coming for him right out of the gate. Yeah, Dr. Pym. <gasps> Whoa. I'll be honest, Howard Stark kind of... I don't know if he rubs me the wrong way, but he rubs me the wrong way. He's kind of being a dick to Hank right now. And I'm all team... I'm team Hank for sure. Oh my god! Get it, Hank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great line. That's just a great line. He's bleeding from his nose, and Howard's like, look, I can't help you out. This is no good. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's deep. Nobody. Oh, Hank's hanging on to it. And that grip, that's scary. That grip scares me. That's some heavy, heavy-handed stuff there. Ugh, this guy. Yeah, duh. Full, full size. I love the full size reference right out of the gate, too. Full size. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I like that opening scene. Oh, my God. And then Ant- I forgot. Ant-Man just kicks off with this dynamite, dynamite song. I love it. I love it. I don't know if there's a better opening, like, Marvel, uh, you know, cutscene song. I will say, though, that the way they do this Marvel Studios, this old way, is very different. <laughs> gear up. Gear up. Let's go. Take it. Oh, get him. Woo-wee. <laughs> I remember watching this for the first time and then they and then they hug, right? I'm pretty sure they hug. Cause he's leaving prison, right? Oh, can't can't get nothing on him. Can't get nothing. You didn't even move. <laughs> oh god. Can't get him. Get him. See I like that. A little Oh, God, I remember the first time watching this and I was just like, what the heck? The weirdest goodbye ritual. That's like Fight Club status right there, right? My boy is part of Fight Club in prison. Fight Club in prison. I am a little sad, I will be honest. I wish we got more Scott Lang in prison. Like, I could take a miniseries with Scott Lang in prison. Hey! Love this. Love this. One friend to another. <laughs> he lifts his eyebrows like he's trying to show him. 
No. No, I, I doubt. No way Luis knocked him out. There's no way. <laughs> the w- Deadpan. Deadpan the way he says that. Oh my god. <laughs> but I got the van. I admire Luis for his positivity, right? Like, the fact that he's like, all this shit just happened to me, but you know what? I got the van. Life is good. Life is good. I, Scotty, you're going back, guy. I'd take that, too. I, I Give me an Ant-Man prequel, right? Oh, I'd love to see it. Baskin-Robbins always finds out. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> A burger. Who actually goes to Baskin-Robbins? Some mustard tip. This kid is so fucking perplexed. He's like, what the hell? Dale. I love the name Dale. Anytime that there's somebody with the name Dale, I'm like, this guy, grade A, number one. Uh, love to see The Office. That ginormous rubber band ball. Pop some chair. Uh, I found out. Busted. Baskin Robbins always finds out. That's got to be one of the best quotes, best funny quotes of the MCU, right? That's one of the best. Respect. <laughs> what? Is- but I got to fire you. <laughs> I'm in charge of this guy. This is just a completely 180 conversation. <laughs> well, you're right, of course. Bruh, how would you do my boy like that? It was a cool girl. And his name's Jack, too. I love how Scott's name is Jack. Oh, pretend I didn't see it. Like it's this humongous deal to steal a mango fruit blast. And he actually does. I love it. You love to see it. Scott Lang, my guy. You love to see it. Okay, listen. Gin drink is down. Uh, I mean, I didn't have very much to begin with, but it's down. Beer's coming open. You ready for a little beer action? Oh, yeah. Beer's open. And uh, do I go out of the can? Do I go into the mug? You know what? I'm going into the mug. Going to the mug tonight. Party time. (laughs) Man, so brutal. Damn. I love T.I. in this movie. Is that not the strangest casting choice? Which, by the way, T.I. is not going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That, I, I'm out. If T.I. is not in, I am out. That's that's what I'm saying right now. He makes this movie, right? No. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm a cat burglar. Does robbery actually involve threat? Maybe. Yo, listen, if any of y'all have ever committed a robbery, let me know if the, how accurate this movie is. Because I'm curious. 
<laughs> the whistle. The whistle. Nah, just trying to get him that job, though. I saw Ant-Man. I saw this movie for the first time after I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp I saw actually in theaters. And I remember seeing the post credit scene to Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it's when he, when he gets sucked into the quantum realm. And I was like, whoa, wait, what is happening? I don't understand anything. And then I finally saw Ant-Man. Maybe like six months ago. But not even six months ago. Um, pro- probably about four months ago, right before I started this podcast, I was like, listen, I can't start a Marvel podcast if I have not seen every single movie. Ant-Man was on there. The Incredible Hulk was on there. Iron Man 3 was on there. Knocked him out of the books. Ant-Man f- far superior. There's my boy, Michael Douglas. I love to see Michael Douglas. I love that Michael Douglas was so early in the MCU too. That's such a power move. That's such a power move. <sighs> If you ever get to a stage in your life where you have a fucking giant painting of you in a corporation or in your in your house even, like, you, that's... You're done. You're done. Okay, who's this actor? Not her. But who's the guy actor? Because he has been in... Um, he was in House of Cards. Is that correct? And I saw, like, one season of House of Cards, and I loved him in it. And I want to know his name. Corey Stoll. I actually really like this guy. I'm bummed he's not in the MCU anymore. I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't know if that's a hot take or not. Like, yeah, I get that he plays Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket's tight, but I like Corey Stahl. He's, he's got that energy. He's got that dark energy. And for that tree. Don't tell Hank what he's in for, guy. Get your fucking head smashed. Oh, look at this. Yeah, long time no see. Oh. Oh, get him, get him, get him, get him. That's the ultimate. How's your face? You haven't seen the guy in like 10 years, 30 years? Who knows? How's your face? How's your face? Oh, I love special guests. I know in this scene, we see someone, we see one of uh, the guys on the side with a 10 rings tattoo. So if you haven't spotted that Easter egg before... Just to let you know, it's here, and he's got it on his neck. Whenever we see like one of the side henchmen, I don't know if it's. I feel like it's this scene, but yeah, the fact that this guy's trying to take over the company in front of the guy who founded the company—that's some big old cojones right there. I can get with that. Oh, an insect. That shield, that old shield logo, though, I like that. I like that a lot. Y'all know. Oh, I'm a big, I'm, a, I'm the shield guy. Don't get me started on Fitz, Fitzsimmons right here, because you know I'm watching Ant Man. I gotta stay focused on Ant Man. Don't get me started on Fitzsimmons. I don't want to cry. <laughs> the fact that he laughs at his own joke. Get out of here. Don't like that. See, but I'm telling you, Corey Stoll is a good actor. He's underutilized in a lot of things. I would have liked to see him more in the MCU. Classic. Just the tall tale. You'll love to see the play on words. You'll love to see it happen. 
And, uh, you know, Hank, I'm a little nervous for you right now, guy. That's a power walk right there. That's a power walk. Oh, yeah. The scene's coming up where he, like, tests on goats, right, or something? Oof. You shrink an engine? Okay. Wow. Shrink, okay. Computer, I could, oh, yeah. Mini computer. Oh, no. He's really about to throw it down like this. The yellow jacket. This is actually a super sick suit, by the way. This is tight. This is this is like Iron Spider before Iron Spider. Plus that black and yellow colorways chef's kiss. Mwah. This has just got all written all over to just like dark government. Look at that suit. That's sick. Oh yeah, that's so tight. I would listen, I would be yellow jacket if if I could be. Not with the whole evil situation, but like if Scott had the yellow jacket, I mean, yeah, he'd be evil, but like that'd be cool. Yeah, industrial sabotage, aka cross industries taking over the whole goddamn world. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Get out of here. Holy Gundam in the Gundam in the forehead. Could you imagine, what if, what if we got to a stage in this movie where it was an, an army of yellow jackets? That'd be crazy. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Don't be crude. I'm about to start saying that to everybody. Don't be crude, Frank. He. Or what if Sharon Carter had access to something like this? Guarantee she's got access to something like this in the future. Probably way more. But, you know. I don't know, man. Who knows? This is dangerous. I love the raspy. I love the Michael Douglas raspy. He sounds like he's about to cry. Get him in the face, Hank. Get him again. He's really just about to sell this yellow jacket suit on the dark market like that. Just, just first offer he hears, he's like, "Yeah, cool, deal." Come on, dude. He would have gotten so much more. Yeah, this is no good. Also, love this haircut on Evangeline Lilly. Love the bangs, love the bob with the lipstick. I think it's a great a great costume choice uh, in terms of the movie, but I also think it's great in terms of like her character, her mood. <laughs> Peanut! It's so ugly, I love it! What else is this guy in? What else is this guy in? He's in other things and he's a doucher. You know, I have friends. I have friends that I used to work with. Okay, a little personal story here. Friends that I used to work with that um, actually ran into, let's see, Judy Greer. 
um, who plays Maggie here. Actually, <laughs> that is such a fucking ugly doll. I love it. Friends that I used to work with that actually ran into Judy Greer when they were in New Orleans and they were drinking. Obviously, everybody's drinking and they stumble upon her. They didn't know it was her. They didn't realize that it was actually her. And so they had a full-blown, like, 45-minute conversation, uh, like, have drinks with Judy Greer. But right here, the, the, the woman that's on my screen, they had drinks with her and uh, basically became friends with her. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. I wish I could have a, you know, a run-in like that with somebody. <laughs> Ass hat. I said hat. So anyway, yeah. I'm one degree removed from Judy Grow. Don't worry about it. I'm right there. Whoa. Let's back up. Let's back up. He's trying his heart out, and he just got fired from Baskin-Robbins. Give him, get the guy some slack. God. I hate it when people are mean to Paul Rudd. I hate it. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard when you get fired from your job at Baskin-Robbins. That would have been dynamite. If he, if he could have kept his job at Baskin-Robbins and then got an apartment, I'm curious how much free ice cream you could get at Baskin-Robbins. Very curious. Like, V curious on the free ice cream front. If any of you work for Baskin-Robbins, please let me know how much free ice cream you get and if you get sick of it, because I eat ice cream every single night of my life. Love that horn. Every single night of my life. And, you know, preferential ice cream flavor, chocolate chip. Just going to be honest with you. Private select, chocolate chip. Whoa. Okay, listen. Peeping on somebody when they're... Going to the restroom is pretty dark, and I'm pretty sure we're about to witness a murder, if I remember correctly. We're really about to watch this? Oh my lord. This is why I like this guy so much. He plays such a dark character so well. Gross. Bah! Oh, he shrinks him? Oh yeah, he knows that he can't shrink a living subject. What a shame. Oh, human body. <laughs> Don't be crude, Frank. It's the new catchphrase of the show right there. Don't be crude, Frank. <laughs> Washes his hands. Love the symbolism. Love the uh, legitimacy. You love to see some good writing like that. Always good stuff. Mm, so have I. So have I, Darren. Hmm. Sounds like this is going to be a pretty one-sided ask here. I'm going to be frank with you. Frank. But on... Now, I didn't know that Ant-Man was nominated for a BAFTA Film Award for the Best Achievement in Special Visual Effects. That's pretty impressive in 2016. Didn't win, but it was nominated. I'll take a nomination any day. Love to see it. This is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting point conversation here. Get at me on Twitter at Fifteen Minute Marvel. Do you like Ant Man or Ant Man and the Wasp better? That's a tough decision. I feel like 
I would really honestly have to rewatch Ant-Man and the Wasp again because the last time I saw it was in theaters, which, I mean, that came out like three years ago. Five, I don't know, five years ago maybe. Who knows? So I don't, I don't know where I stand on that. But I want to know. I want to know what you all think. Because right now I like Ant-Man better because I'm watching it right now. Because I have a I have a really bad problem with recency bias. What's the job? Tell me about the tip. <laughs> Luis is so fucking phenomenal in this movie. T I like slaps him. Oh yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's do this. Let's go, let's go. It was delightful. Give me a Disney Plus show where Luis talks about the events of Endgame, please. Give me more Luis stories now. Kevin Feige, listen up, guy. This is what I want. This is what I want. That's some wild hair. (laughs) Oof. It's a fat strico. I wouldn't do any better, but that's a fat strico. (laughs) <laughs> just chilling um so here's the deal with Ant-Man and the Wasp you know what I'll wait until this scene's over because I have a good thought coming I'm gonna keep you keep you coming what what let's get that safe baby let's get that safe baby So, the deal with Ant-Man and the Wasp is that um, Ant-Man and the Wasp sees us with, what's his name? Sonny Birch, right? Walter, played by Walter Goggins. Great. I believe he's in Justified. I think that's what the show is called. Anyway, great, great uh, character. Sonny Birch, super underrated in the MCU, and I hope he comes back because the way it's left is is very ominous. But... The truth serum scene in Ant-Man and the Wasp. That scene alone almost almost wraps up the debate for me. I'm going with Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm going with that as my preferential movie. Come at me. I don't know. That that's just that's what I'm feeling with right now. I could change. But you know, I love that truth serum bit. <laughs> Jake. I don't know. I don't know, Scotty. <laughs> Luis, Luis is the ultimate hype man, too. Paul Rudd with the moves. With the moves. That spit move, though. Guy knows what he's doing. Don't tell me he has a big old... Okay, I thought he had like a big old microphone by his mouth or something like that. Never mind. He does not. Yeesh, that's a jump. Guy's got hops. Guys got hops. Let's go, Scotty. So is that twenty minutes? It's a long time for it to be dead. Twenty minutes. I'm pretty sure that uh, Disney. I went to the Disney store one time, and now I don't have a Disney store near me. But I used to, and went to the Disney store one time. Oh, love that. Love the tank. Y'all know what's about to come out of the tank at the end. And I went to the Disney store and they had a um 
like a like whatever company they pose as they had like one of those hats and I was so close to buying it because I thought that would be pretty dope I did not buy it I should have bought it now I'm living in regret a lot of regret thank you for making me remember that ah sad times I bet there's so many Easter eggs in this movie that I haven't caught on to. Like, what's in the drawers? Like, what's this little little clown angel bird thing? What is that? Y'all see that? Y'all saw that, right? God, why is Scott so smart? Oh yeah, he's a master's. Duh. He's so smart though. I would never ever think to do that. That's crazy genius. Bam fingerprint I'll take that I'll take that all day baby he does have a microphone I told y'all he had a microphone he has a big uh, big ass microphone right next to his face why why are we dealing with these big old microphones and not with little inner earpieces please gripe that's a gripe oh that's a big safe oh It's Carbondale. I don't I don't know if I would ever feel comfortable enough if I lived in this universe, the MCU, uh, to call him Scotty. Like that's that's Scotty versus Scott is a big difference for me. <laughs> Scotty is is that's like best friend status. And yeah, Louis and Scott are best friends for sure. I I don't think I'd be cool enough to be best friends with Scotty. I don't know if you would, but I wouldn't be. I can tell you that much right now. Going with the drill. Oof. Scotty working hard, and I love to see. I love to see how hard he works for, for to get this suit out of here. You love to see it. Makes me happy. It's already been the longest episode of the show, minus the extended episodes on Patreon, by the way. If you if y'all aren't aren't on Patreon, get to it. Patreon.com backslash fifteen minutes of Marvel. I got some long episodes on there. I got a good Falcon and Winter Soldier one. I got one with the Marvel Atlas where we we have our Marvel matchups. We really get into the fact of of could you know what? And this is totally on subject right now. Look at Scotty just fucking succeed, by the way. Love to see it. Could does Scott Lang have the balls to climb up inside Thanos's butt and blow him to blow him to chunks? Now he can't do it, right? This has been talked about. Someone came out and said basically Thanos has an iron asshole and can't be it can't be undone. So could Scott climb up into Spider Man's butthole and explode Spider Man? My thought is this: Spider Man's a regular guy. His butthole is penetrable. By by Tiny Man and Scott Lang does not have the balls. He couldn't do it. I don't think he could do it. But you know, I'm loving this long episode so far. Motorcycle suit. I love that. That's a huge microphone. I cannot get over the fact that, that we've got a huge microphone on our hands. What is happening? Guys but guys driving a freaking semi truck. Last time I checked. Oh, let's get it. You know, and I think the pacing of this movie is done really quite well. We're about half an hour into this film, and we're and we're start. We're this is our very first glimpse at anything Ant Man related, and I love that. I like to see that. Hank with the full watch. Ooh, Hank's always got a plan. Don't, don't do it. Don't not to my baby sheep. That's my little lamb. Why you gotta do that to my little lamb? Why you gotta do that? Exactly. I thought we were using mice, Darren. 
34. Get out of here. That's how many little goats. Okay, that's... Look, I gotta respect that, and that's true. This character, Darren, is really intense. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna put home the point. Amazing acting. You love to see it. He's good at what he does. Oh, my little lamb. My little lamb. Mary's not going to be happy. Oh, I hate that I just said that. I hate myself. Failure. Negative. That's a f- absolute fucking failure, guy. No! Stop! Alright, we back. Back with my Scotty. I think we're getting a bathtub scene coming up, and I like that bathtub scene. Yeah. This is where we're at, right here. This is where we're at. Speaking of bathroom scenes, Joker. That's a bathroom scene. I know I know it's not an MCU movie, but listen. I watch a lot of other movies that are not MCU, just to let you know. I don't I don't like repeat MCU movies every day. Uh, you know, I also host co-host Final Take Pod. That's we talk about a lot of movies. We got a May the Fourth episode coming out next next week, celebrating May the Fourth. A little tidbit about myself: The Last Jedi, my absolute favorite Star Wars movie. Get at me. Don't stop listening to this podcast because I said that. But you know what? Let's have a conversation about it because I will tell you why it is the best Star Wars movie out there. I recently um, re- recently won myself a Ryan Johnson signed uh, little poster. Of Star Wars Last Jedi. I'm very happy with that. With that find. Scott Lane looking good in that Ant-Man suit. Looking G-O-O-D, my guy. <gasps> yeah. Close those sheer curtains, Scotty, because no one's gonna see you behind that. That's that that makes sense, sure. Ooh, I love the visual effects that we're seeing when he shrinks too. I don't even fucking know how how would you even film this? I mean it's all it's all VFX, right? It's all made up, it's all computerized, but like how do you do it's incredible how how they do this. I have no clue not even an inkling of understanding how it gets done. Oh I'm, I get mad scared if I'm Scotty right now. What up, Hank? What up, Hank? Oh no! Is he okay? So, so is Luis looking for him right now, or he's about ready to take a shower? He's about ready to take a bath. Luis comes home from work, takes a shower. That okay? That doesn't seem totally abnormal, I guess. But I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't go to work anymore, right? I just work from home. This is a great trial by fire, trial by water. Love the plan words. Oh, that's moving at some serious velocity too. In order to crack that tile, that's pretty pretty fast. <laughs> I don't want to see either, Scotty. Uh, nobody wants to see Luis having having to take care of his business. That's not fun for anybody. Back to the club. He's that small. He can grab on the grooves of the. Oh, a needle got him. Grooves of the record? That's crazy. I want to go. I want to go in this apartment. I want to go here where people are partying. I don't, why does Scott never go party with these people? 
That's what I want to see. A little plur life, right? A little candy. Oh, a foot tattoo spotted. Uh-oh. Heading through that vent. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow, that's an that's got to be an old vacuum we're using here. And it sucks up that giant-ass Lego? That's impressive. <gasps> yeah, that would have scared me, too. I would have been toast. I'm incredibly just just in awe of the fact... <gasps> oh, man, rats gross me out as it is. Oh. Oh. I can't, I can't really, like, my feet are curling right now. My toes are curling. I can't really do rats. Shout out Rats, though, for, I mean, true MVP of Endgame, honestly, if we're talking, if we're talking who actually saved the universe. Tony was a close second. That rat was a number one squad, baby. I think that whole entire scene of Scott as Ant-Man is done very, very well. Nicely, quickly paced. Loved, loved to see it. Yeah, you, yeah, okay. You didn't need that role, Scotty. <sighs> Busted. Got him. God, I hate to see Scott with the law like this. This makes me sad. He's just trying. Hey, but hey, my guy, Black Beanie, all day, every day, Black Beanie. Love to see it. I wear a Black Beanie every single day in case you haven't seen me. Come see me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash 15 Minutes of Marvel every Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. I talk Marvel stuff, whatever I can't cover in the 15 minutes twice a week on the show. I talk about it on the Twitcher. Yeah, Michael Douglas. I'm going gonna, I, I, I'm gonna to figure this out real quick. What else is Michael Douglas in? Because, listen, I know Michael, Michael Douglas is in The Game, right? The Game by David Fincher, an all-time great movie. By the way, uh, if you haven't seen it, that's that's a banger. Basic Instinct, Fatal Attraction, Wall Street. Haven't seen any of those bangers. I have seen Falling Down, though. Falling Down is is excellent. My dad introduced me to that movie as a kid. Probably shouldn't have seen it as a kid. Great movie, though. Great movie, though. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so he's credited in, the, in What If. So that'll be good to know that he's in What If. I'll be honest, this makes me realize I really do like Michael Douglas. I think he's great. Oh boy. Whoo, that's a fat stack of hundreds. Some crispers. Yeah, the game in 1997. That's impressive. Falling Down was 1993. Basic Instinct, 1992. Wall Street, 1987. Fatal Attraction, 87, too. Whoo! This guy makes the movies. Unbelievable. <laughs> Her house is loaded with the goods. Her room is loaded. It's crazy. Better shut off all those lights, friend. No. Don't say that. I am bummed that we switched actresses moving forward in the MCU for um for this girl because she it was her it was her actually in Endgame right um and then I believe I believe now going forward we're switching and that's a bummer never love it when we see a switch but hey 
Don Cheadle, that's the right move. Um, Edward Norton was fine. I, I'm pro Edward Norton, but to me, The Incredible Hulk sucked as a movie. I'm just going to say that. I just did not like it in the slightest. So Edward Norton swapping sw- for Mark Ruffalo. I think only Mark Ruffalo can play that play that role as as the Hulk, the way that the Hulk is designed to be played like that. Um, and I think there's a reason that, that we don't have another standalone Hulk movie, right? I don't know if it can be done. It's one of those things that can't just can't be done. My guy drinking the fucking probiotic. I'm pretty positive he was just drinking probiotic drink, and I drink probiotic every day. Some Japanese probiotic. That's my jam right there. Got to get my probiotics in somehow, some way. My guy. Love to see it. Love to see it. Man, Scotty is small. I still didn't realize the answer that small. These are my friends. God, that's funny. One tiny camera. Anthony, my guy, Anthony. I'm a big Funko Pop collector. Okay, I've got a big 10-inch Thanos looking at me right now. I got a couple, a couple Iron Mans. Um, here's the deal. There is an Ant Man with Anthony uh, Funko Pop. Really hard to find for less than like I don't know, sixty or eighty bucks or whatever. Something crazy, and I really want it really bad. If anybody wants to get it for me, you should get it for me. I really want it. Ant Man and Anthony. That needs to be in the best duo of the MCU conversation. Sam and Bucky, uh, Ant-Man and Anthony, right next to it. Bang, right there. Uh-oh. Gotta, you're getting out of yourself, Scotty. 247? What's the lifespan of an ant? In general, in general. Give, uh, somebody tell me the lifespan of an ant. That's what I want to know right now. Probably is not that long. It's like fly. Isn't flies like twenty four hours or something? I don't know. Hank with the shutdown. Hank with the shutdown. No, you can't make a request, guy. Get out of here. No. <laughs> okay, we got a little Lombard Street action. I you love to see it. I like how we're in San Francisco. A I've been to San Francisco once, went there when I had my first girl, uh, and she was like two weeks old. We went on a big road trip, and that was a blast. Um, obviously, I haven't been back since due, due to COVID, uh, but but a blast. Love San Francisco. Ate at a really good seafood joint in San Francisco on the pier, Pier 34. I can't remember what it's called, but it is stupid good. If anybody's been to San Francisco and you've eaten at, at a very good seafood restaurant, hello, seafood restaurant on Pier 30-something, let me know. Cause I've been there. What is she typing? <laughs> See that that haircut is an absolute power move. She doesn't have that haircut. I am not as intimidated as I am. I'm constantly intimidated by her, and I love to see it. That's exactly who her character is and should be. I would be so freaked out with that many ants below my feet. Oh. Too much. Too much pain. Who? Oh, no. (laughs) I think Paul Rudd is the perfect comic relief in almost every situation. Obviously, in in Endgame, he's got a lot of comic relief 
And in Civil War, he's got a lot of comic relief. I think that's just his character is done extremely well like that. And Paul Rudd is the perfect, perfect person for that. It's really quite astounding. When you take a minute to look at the cast in the MCU, it's absolutely fucking stacked. It's bananas. I don't want Leo DiCaprio. I don't want Brad Pitt. I don't want anybody like that. But I'm talking about the fact that we have RDJ, Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Michael Douglas. I mean, we now have Amelia Clark. We have some insane... Samuel L. Jackson been in it forever. We have some insane people in the MCU. I'm grateful. Grateful like Darren. Huh? Huh? Always interested in her job. Always interested in the job. I don't know. I'm not really a tea guy. Um, I'm not gen- generally. I'm not really a tea guy. I like to think that I'm a tea guy. I'm not entirely a tea guy. If Michael Douglas offered me tea, my answer would be yes. So there's that. Um, burglar. <laughs> I'm a cat burglar. I'd prefer kind of maybe a mint tea. Maybe a fruity tea versus something a little more leafy, but tell me a good tea to try. It might get me turned on a tea. Big Coca-Cola guy. That's my one fault as a human being. I love people too much, I'm too kind, and I drink too much Coke. (laughs) He turns around. The ant turns around. That's hilarious. (laughs) 50 times. Their weight. That's crazy, guy. Crazy. Yeah. Friggin' Michael Douglas. Of course he does. I do I do enjoy and I'm looking forward to seeing the um animosity between Michael Douglas and Lawrence Fishburne. I think that's a great a great played um kind of like anti anti duo in this movie and I th- Obviously, it happens more so in Ant Man and the Wasp with with Ghost as well, but but I think they play really well off each other. No, Scotty, don't go back to jail, my guy. Still in his PJs, you love to see it. Still in his PJs, I would be losing it because I can't, I can't. Basically, once I wake up, I gotta get dressed. Like like if I'm in my PJs, I'm lazy mode, and I can't have that. I gotta get, I gotta get turned on. I gotta get my contacts in. I can't be in those PJs. Who made the decision that all PJ pants are plaid? Who made that decision? I want to know. Because the paint, the only pair of pajama pants that I own are plaid. You bet. I'm pretty sure everybody else owns, owns plaid pajama pants. Who made that? Who makes these decisions? Darren Cross. Yeah, damn right he's a big deal, Scotty. Oh my gosh, I would be incredibly nervous to to carry around a vial of pin particles like that. That would make me crazy nervous that I was just going to absolutely drop them. I got those butterfingers though, you know? So, that would happen to me. I think storyline-wise, I think it's awesome that we get this this recap from uh, from Hank right here. That way we can at least... That way we can definitely 100% better understand exactly what's happening. Beer's coming up. Beer, I got a little beer burps. The old babies. 
And I'm almost out of drinking material, and I still have, you know, we still have about an hour of this movie to go. A little nervous here. A little nervous. Should have brought two. I do. I love the deep voice. <laughs> I do. That's a big promise, though, to, to throw out into the world like that. That's a big promise to be like, yo, you'll definitely get to be with your daughter. Be a little skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> Break into a place and steal some shit. Hell yeah. It's news. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. This guy's got some thick-ass eyebrows. Martin Scorsese levels. A notch below Scorsese. Scorsese's got those bushes, though. Those absolute motherfucking bushes for eyebrows. Don't know how the guy hasn't hasn't taken a trim to those monsters yet, but... This guy's a close, close second. I gotta throw down a ranking of the best eyebrows in the MCU. That's that's gotta be an episode. Just killing goats, and lambs over here for no reason, just be just because we're angry. Did he do it? He did it. He did it. Ah, no. Gives him the confidence that he needs in order to take it to the next level. We don't like to see that, and of course, he's the guy that wears a class ring. No surprise. Why are you going to flick the thing, guy? Why you got to do that? Get out of here. Stop. Mitchell Carson. Have we seen Mitchell Carson in anything else MCU related? He looks eerily familiar, but why am I why am I not being able to remember what else he's been in? Mitchell Carson? Huh. Yeah, affiliation with Shield. Very interesting. I love the Iron Man shade. You love to see the Iron Man shade. Some cute Iron Man suit is pretty cute though. That's very, very cute. It's also got crazy tech though, Hanko. Yeah, you got a lead. Someone's got a lead. <laughs> this is insane. Here comes Hope. Coming in with the blueprint. Coming in with the plan. GTFO, Hope. Yeah, you got to relax. You got to relax. Whoa, Michael Douglas. Whoa. With the footstop, too. I'm pretty sure we got the raised voice and the footstop at the same time. That's textbook. That's textbook. Parenthood right there. Textbook. How many times can I say textbook in a row? Textbook. Love to see his textbook. Yeah, that's... That's awkward for Scott. Look, I'm going to be honest, that's very awkward for Scott right there because 
he hasn't known these people that long, and he just witnessed a a serious relationship flaw and breakdown. And now he's got to interject. We're in a tough pickle. That's what you call a sour pickle right there. But if we're honest, like, look, if we're honest, Hank has some serious attachment problems with not letting other people. I know with I know with his wife getting lost in, lost in the quantum realm, I understand that. But dude's got, dude had, like, a long time to grieve, and he still has issues. And I know he doesn't want to lose his daughter, but at some point in time, Hank, you got to go. You got to let it go. This is rough. This is a great movie in terms of becoming emotionally connected with these characters too because we actually understand a full backstory. Which I like. Hank gets goddamn deep right now. This shit get deep. That's crazy. Damn, that was a good speech. That's exactly 100% the way I'd react, and I had no clue that line was coming because I forgot. Love to see it. Damn, that was a good speech. <laughs> this training training montage. MCU training montage. Give me Ant-Man. Give me Sam. Ah, uh, gosh. Great stuff. Hope is not looking very excited. Hope's looking like this is a waste of time-o. No good. Yeah, of course she's the one that closed the door, too. I have the needle, Scotty. I have the needle. Get it, get it, get it. Bang! Oof, this is going to take a while. <laughs> Useless. Wow. <laughs> do you though, Scotty? Do you? Terrible. It's terrible. Oh, got him in the face. <laughs> took him down. Took him down. <laughs> you had time to grieve, Hank. You should have grieved. Properly, you should have seen somebody. You should have talked to somebody. You should have worked through it, guy. Now you're impacting so many others' lives. I don't know why I'm so invested in the way that Hank forgot to grieve, but this here I am with the regulator. Never go subatomic. Quantumania. Listen, is Quantumania going to be all taking place in a quantum realm? What is Quantumania going to give us? We know the quantum realm exists. We know that. We saw it play out in Endgame. What is Quantumania going to give us? And why are we getting that title? Quantumania 2? Mania? Come on. About to see a lot of it. Fire ant, crazy ant. Ooh, that is a lot of ants. Don't like that. This has got like a mad Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibes when he's going in here in the tunnels. Some serious... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is, is a goat movie, by the way. Go, absolute goat movie that nobody recognizes for being a goat movie. 
Oh, oh my god, I'm crawling in my skin. Crawling in my skin. That's the worst. Get him. I, I like how all of this is done in kind of a slow montage, right? Like, we get a lot of time in each situation, but the pace keeps going pretty fast. Oh, my God. That's a humongous ant. I would not want to test that Schmidt pain index. Yeesh. Five millimeters? That's tiny-ass stuff. Okay, we got a Death Star on our hands here. You know, um, who was originally set to direct Ant-Man? Who was it that directed Baby Driver? Edgar Wright, uh, right? I believe Edgar Wright was originally directed to, or slated to direct Ant-Man. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think I think Edgar Wright as uh, directing Ant-Man would have been pretty cool. I think we would have gotten a lot more cinematic type situations and a lot more, a lot less of this, a lot less of what we're seeing here. With a montage and quick cuts, etc., etc., I think Edgar Wright would have seen a lot more. Yeah, checking that out. I'm checking that out too. There, whoo, Scotty, get it. Um, I think we would have seen a lot less of this action kind of. God, jeez, I don't know. Look, Edgar Wright's hard. I've, you know, I've seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I've seen Baby Driver. I don't know how he would have directed Ant Man. I still want to see Edgar Wright in the MCU. I think that'd be fantastic. I think, I think we're doing. I think if we're getting new directors in the MCU, Chloe Zhao, Eternals, shout out, let's go, Edgar Wright. Why not? Why not come back in and for Edgar Wright to do something? I think that's a. I think that's a big W. We should do that. Kevin Feige, call me up again, guy. Come on, we should be best friends, Kevin. I feel bad. I just called him Kevin by his first name. Kevin Feige. Mr. Kevin Feige. Hmm. Man, we got a lot of... A lot of family drama. A lot of family drama. And I don't like that. Y'all need to figure that out. Hank. Y'all need to figure that out real quick. Get them sugar cubes. That's a lot of sugar cubes. That cup of tea is ruined. Is that a thing? Do do we put sugar in tea? Is that something I should do? I don't know. Oh, chill the f out. God, she's lethal. Absolutely lethal. Unbelievable. God, she's got the flames. Like I told you, I'm intimidated. The it's the bob weave too. Some intimidating stuff. I almost just dropped my beer. Case in point, I'm a lightweight and things are getting crazy. Yeah, if I lived in SF, I'd be locking my doors too, Scott. Big, big on the locking. Oh, she was seven. Oh my God, Hank. This is no good.
He just doesn't know how to handle it. He just doesn't know what he's doing. That's the frustrating part. I gotta be honest, though. I think I think in this movie we get a um, the emotional connection between Scott and and the Pims happens pretty quick. Maybe a little too quick, right? Like he shows up. A he like doesn't want the suit to begin with, so like he's kind of on one end of the spectrum, and then he shows up in their house, and and he was base, and Hank is basically like, "Listen, I need your help," and Scott's like, "Yeah, I can help you." Ah, uh, a little quick. Little quick on the flip there, Scotty. So that okay, I'm not sitting here, you know, saying everything's perfect. I think there is that issue with the with it. I think that switch we didn't get any. If you give me a scene where he is pondering, where he is thinking, he's he's trying to figure out should I really help Hank Pym? I think that would have benefited the story greatly. But we didn't get that. We just got him say yes, sir. Little quick for me. Little quick for me. Think about it. Use your mind, Scotty. Use your mind. <sighs> ants just come out of everywhere. It makes me a little nervous. It makes me think that ants are everywhere. My wife cannot stand ants. And so this movie is her worst nightmare. This is a horror film in her eyes. An absolute horror film. <gasps> He's going to lose. Don't lose your focus. That ah, makes me nervous. Don't lose your focus. Ooh, spin that penny. A little, uh, what do we got? A little inception action? Never get to see if the penny falls or not? We don't know if he's living in reality? <gasps> Who knows? Finally, fucking Hank figures it out that he shouldn't have abandoned his own daughter. But in terms of emotional depth, I think Hank is the most fleshed out in this whole movie. Like I said, the amount of time we see him struggle with this fact and then finally come around to it does an incredible benefit to the depth of his character. Versus him just saying it right away, saying like, this is how your mother died. Then he would have no attachment to it. It's not an eternal struggle. It wouldn't have mattered. But now we're getting it a lot later in the movie. Jeez. The Wasp. The Wasp. I think the Wasp was originally supposed to be part of the Avengers. In the Avengers movies, wasn't she? That's what I thought. Oh no, the Regulator comes back to haunt. She just went down. Subatomic. It's too small, Frando. It's too small. I feel like we're I feel like we're living in tropic tropic thunder. You never go subatomic. You never go subatomic. <laughs> you never go full retard. Talk about a funny movie that has aged probably pretty terribly, but still pretty funny. Well, you gotta keep learning. Gotta keep learning. I still a cheese. It's 
looks emotional right here. Michelle Pfeiffer too, as as the Wasp as Miss Bim is pretty intense. Gosh, I haven't seen Scarface. Hate myself for not seeing Scarface. I think this scene does a really good job of having an emotional connection between Hank and Hope. <laughs> this, is, this is where I was going. Scott said it for me. <laughs> love the old love the finger gestures love the finger gestures I'm gonna make some tea Scott big tea guy we decided last week on Twitch that Scott is a vodka guy Scott uh, strikes me as a vodka guy over a wine guy that was the question is he a vodka or wine guy we went the vodka Anthony my guy my aunt you love to see him Then we get a good breakup between some fast pace, give a little slow emotional pace, back to a fast pace. And this movie is is paced quite well in terms of in terms of him actually becoming Ant Man. I think it's paced quite well. Um, where we 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 don't we don't see the transition too quickly, but we also don't see it take take place over an entire movie. Right? It's not until you know it's not it's before the last ten minutes that we get him as Ant Man, and we get him right now, right? You love to see it an hour into the movie. See, this is a problem that I run into. So we're about an hour into the movie. I have finished my beer. I've finished my gin. I'm feeling f -f fine. And um, I have to go to the bathroom. Now, the, the shed, the Mini Marvel Studio, does not have a restroom. Uh, you know, so here's the problem. I gotta hold. I got to hold it for the next 50 minutes. This is just the world that we live in. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to pause it. I don't want to lose the energy. I'm just going to just gotta keep going. Got to gun it. Oh, yeah, you love to see it. You sick son of a bitch. Avengers Campus, baby. Let's go. Oh, yeah, okay. We got a little fight with Falcon, right? Oh, yeah. I love to see Falcon after the... F this is the first time I've seen Falcon in a movie at post-Falcon Winter Soldier. This is exciting. This is very exciting. This is cool. Yeah, of course somebody's home. Oh, Anthony Mackie, my guy. Look at the fucking glow-up that we've seen for Anthony Mackie. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey. Jeez, you got to read your handbook, Scott. 101. <laughs> it made it so self-deprecating and so funny. So hilarious. <laughs> you know how that is. Got him. And I love here the music that we get is more Falcon-centric. At least in my opinion, it's more Falcon-centric. I think it's pretty awesome. 
From what from what we've seen in Falcon and Winter Soldier in prior movies, I think this is pretty cool. How the hell did Anthony Mackie act this? How did he act getting beat up by someone that's invisible? I couldn't do it. There's no way in hell I could do that. Yeesh. Come on, Scotty. I think it's awesome that the first fight that we get with Scott being Ant-Man is against an Avenger. I think that's pretty cool. It's a great way to start the, the fighting scene. Ooh. The wings get him. See you later. God. Falcon is just so much cooler than I thought he ever was. Now that we've seen Falcon and Winter Soldier, I just, I just honestly, I feel like he's so much cooler than I ever thought that he was. I was never like super strong on Falcon. I was never like, wow, Falcon's dynamite. Now I'm like, yo, Falcon's dynamite. Super sick. Do I like his his old outfit or his current a Captain America outfit better? Yeesh. Current Captain America, for sure. The white is pristine. You love to see it. Plus the glow-up. Like, uh, you gotta have the glow-up. Get him, Scotty. A bop! Nice. <laughs> Sam, I was trying to impress Cap, too. There's that. Like, Sam and Bucky have that dynamic with Cap that, that I don't think anybody else has. If I'm, if I'm Michael Douglas, I'm yelling at him, too. Did you get it, Scott? You are just a damn good thief, sir. You are a damn good thief. I'm impressed. How am I just now noticing that, that, that Hank Pym is wearing clear uh, glasses frames? That's a power move. Anytime somebody wears clear glasses frames, power move. That's just a fact. It's a power move. Yeah, this is worth that. That's worth some money, right? Can we talk about how much money that's worth? Because he didn't die. This is very important. Oh, I see a little, little sexual tension. Oh my God, Darren, you sick son of a bitch! Yeah, Darren, why the fuck you greet him like that, Hank? He showed up in your house. How'd you get in here? Yeah, how'd you get in here? He's wearing all leather. That's This is what I love the most about this scene is the fact that he's wearing all leather like an absolute robber. An absolute thief wearing all rubber. And uh, and he just he's like, yeah, I'm just chilling. Just want to talk to you. He makes me want to watch House of Cards again. I don't know. I Like I said, I only got through the first two seasons. I don't know how it fell off. But the uh, first two seasons are pretty freaking awesome. Pretty good. Love that political drama. The roll-up. The secret roll-up. Not-so-secret roll-up. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like it's been too long without Luis. Give me some Luis, people. Give me some Luis. If anybody, any single soul... Even somebody I know, I knew extremely well. If any single soul entered my house and I stumbled across them in a room of mine with sensitive information, I would have a lot 
different of a reaction than Hank had. Hank seemed a little calm, a little too calm, and I would just be freaking the F out. I'd be gonzo. That mentor-mentee relationship is always a tough one. Always a tough one. I love the music here. I love how dark it is. I love how dark we get. I feel like the score in this movie really, really abounds uh, both sides. Dark and the other side. (laughs) Whoa, that phone vibration. A little scary. That's a really big contact photo. (laughs) Of <laughs> Darren, that's a really big photo. What do you think I am, guy? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I love, I love the Scotty, the frown. Like he's now affirming to Hank that he's good to go. Oh, how the turntables. God, what a con from Darren, too. I'm telling you, Yellow Jacket is an incredibly underrated MCU character. That's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, this is a tough this is a tough sell now, huh? Love to see Scott come alive. The water main. Yeah, baby. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. You love to see it. Doesn't Luis like totally decimate one of the guards? <laughs> Those three wombats. <laughs> Why is Michael Pena so freaking funny? Why is he so good at this role as Luis? And why has Kevin Feige not made his own Disney Plus show? We're professionals. <laughs> T.I. is the ultimate antithesis to Luis, honestly. It's too chill. <laughs> Putting up with Hanko, too. <laughs> We're doomed. We're doomed. I want Michael Douglas to have it when he just walks in with his suit. I want Michael Douglas to have an accent. More of an accent in this movie. Daddy don't... He calls himself Daddy. Daddy don't get scared. Give me a break. (gasps) <laughs> Witchcraft Some David Copperfield shit The way he says it so quickly Is so funny I'm like almost in tears Over how funny this scene is It's hilarious Yo there's some David Copperfield shit Right there I can't even mimic I can't even mimic Luis I'm not that funny it can't be done.
I do like the romantic uh, dimension in terms of uh, in terms of Hope and Scotty here. I think it's got some right pace, some right growth. Although, you know, it does feel like it bottlenecks a little, like recently, you know, like last 10 minutes to now. It goes a little quick with the sexual tension, but hey, you know, if that's how the pace of their relationship moves, can't argue that. Can't fight love. Love wins at the end of the day. Love wins. Doesn't matter who you love. Love wins. Obviously, my guy's staying awake. He's thinking about it. Who sleeps with a light on? Who sleeps with multiple lights on, by the way? This is no good. And such a perfect form, too. I don't sleep like that. There's no way. It can't be done. It's unnatural. Sad stuff. Seeing his daughter. No, the no words make it exceptionally more emotional too. <laughs> you are very beautiful, ma'am. <laughs> oh, Luis, thinking one step ahead, my guy. You can't fault the guy. He's just trying his hardest. I love that about him. I love that. He's <laughs> just trying his hardest, really, honestly. Thank goodness it's not called Cross Industries yet. It's a terrible name. Terrible. You're all terrible. <laughs> the full body scan. And he gets his gun back. I love a Pym Tech hat like that. Black and gold, too. Wee! Woo! I wear only black clothes, FYI. That's just literally only black clothes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even friend with you. I only ever wear black. If you'll catch me on a live stream on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash 15 minutes Marvel. Only black, baby. The whistling, too. <laughs> He's whistling. It's a small world. How am I just catching on to this? He's he's just now. I'm just now understanding. He's whistling. It's a small world. Ye show. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, going through the water pipes. Classic move right here. Love to see it come to fruition. Y'all want to hear a little secret? Here's a podcasting secret for you. Bam, just went to the bathroom. It took like a three-minute bathroom break. Uh, I don't know if I've ever peed that long in my life before. Just throwing that out there. And I also put on my hoodie. Took a little, you know, a little break Uh, Threw down the hoodie. Oh, I'm feeling really good. Really cozy, really warm. Uh, you know, feel free to pause the, pause the podcast, get cozy, get comfortable. I want you to enjoy this last half hour, you know, and I, that's, this is where I stood. I, I had to be done. It had to be done. The reach, the reach. God, that would actually be pretty badass if you could control all of those ants. 
like that. That that would actually be pretty cool. Because you could get some serious shit done like that. Like he's doing. Like Ant-Man is making happen. You could actually make it happen. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Hank's got the flyest cars. Unbelievable. Crown Vic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, the problem is being tailed. Get out of here. And they just run right away. Zero to running. Just like that. Crazy. Zero to run. Got my badge. <laughs> he flashes the badge. That's what I, that's what I love too. He flashes the badge. That and uh, <laughs> hope gets him. Let Luis live his best life. Real realistically, let Luis live his best life because he's doing it right now. And and you and you love to see it. It makes me happy. Oh, it makes you happy. Mean pretty lady. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yo, y'all can't tell Scott you got a problem like that. You just gotta handle it yourselves. Trying to take care of it. Yeah, it's awfully true. Y'all morons for leaving the keys in the car. Problem solved. <laughs> Yo, he's mad underrated too. He's a great character in this movie. Uh oh. Uh oh. What a D. Well, <laughs> that's a great greeting. Well, <laughs> you look like a douche. Is that how you want to look? Because uh, mission succeeded, Darren. Darren. Hey, is this a wig that Michael Douglas is wearing? Uh, or is this real? Is this real hair? I'm pretty sure it's real hair. And it looks on point. The color is there. The volume, the fluff. The weed, like, like, he's got the, you know, he's got the, the look. You love to see it. 12 point verification, absolutely over the top. Let's talk about that for a second. That's too much. But I guess if he's securing a yellow jacket, mm, that makes sense. Don't like that. If you ever enter a room with somebody and then the door continues to lock behind you, always a bad situation. 100% of the time, bad situation. So listen, if you ever find yourself in that situation, bad situation. Get out of it. Look at this guy showing up again. Got to go through the vents. Yep. Antony is realistically the the most unsung hero of the MCU. I never hear anybody talk about, hey, Antony really helped Ant-Man. Antony really saved the, the day. Antony really came in clutch. We should be giving these accolades to Antony, people. Hashtag respect Antony. That should be a global trend right there. That's what I'm saying. I love the wing sounds too. That makes me really nervous and on edge, but I also really like it. 
Makes me makes me think that there's ants right there. <laughs> oh, T.I. My guy, T.I. Why you gotta pull that? Yeesh. I'm pretty sure we're on downhill until the end here. We still got 39 minutes until the very end of the movie. We probably got about 10 minutes of credits. Got about got about half an hour left. I feel like we're in for a pretty energetic 30 here. That was cool. What this movie lacks realistically is an amount of like, oh, that was oh shit, like that was super cool what he just did. This movie lacks that a little bit. I admittedly it is Ant-Man and he's just small and flying on an ant, which is pretty cool in and of itself, but like it, it does miss the mark in terms of like, damn, that was cool. That's what I'm saying right now. What else is this actor in? Because he, what else is he in? You know what he's in? He's in Tenet. Yo, that guy that we just saw, by the way, Ten Rings guy. This guy is in Tenet, though. Yo, I figured it out. He's in Tenet, and he tells John David Washington, yo, there's a word. It's Tenet. Fuck, that's a great movie. Got him in the face. Hank's got that anger problem, though. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, Owen Wilson. <laughs> Michael Douglas coming with the heat. The heat check. <laughs> uh, movie gets funnier as it goes, obviously. Yeah, this is intense. We're, we're about to get intense for sure. Some big explosive charges. Biggins. There's some big ants. Antony is a big ant. I guess I just didn't realize the sheer volume of Antony. He's a big ant. I don't know if I would ever ride on the back of an ant, to be truth be told. Like, even if I had the powers, I don't know if I could do it. Ants. I don't know, man. That close? Gross me out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Obliterated. <laughs> T.I., unsung hero. Nah. I'm going to go with Anthony as the unsung hero for the, uh, for the movie, by the way. That's my official vote. I'm casting my ballot. Anthony. 75% yo y'all not gonna make it <laughs> the back of this disgusting man yeesh get it fucking press the button press the button oh man that makes me so nervous holy God almighty. Oh my lord. That's creepy as shit. <laughs> Dare me that big? That's creepy. Oh no. I do like how this movie is a little like a little like kind of dark agent style. Like I like that. 
Scotty Lang. Yeah, he did. Darren, don't you diss on my boy's name. Get the fuck out of here, guy. Don't diss on my boy's name. That's all I'm saying. Still thinking that yellow jacket suit is slick. Slick AF. Well, yeah, and it's going to take your creation down the pipes. There's our Ten Rings our ten rings boy, I believe. Yeah, sold it to the Tenant Man. Mr. Tenant. God, what a great movie, by the way. Luckily, I saw Tenant in theaters when I saw it, and uh, I wish I would have seen it in IMAX, Avi. But they don't run on diesel. God, Darren, you piece of shit. Yeah, you should. It's interesting how we get this entire movie and then in the final 20 we finally get to see our villain, right? Of like we he doesn't go he doesn't go yellow jacket the entire time. Minus the last 20 minutes we finally get the big switch, the big reveal. I think that makes for an interesting ending, an intriguing storyline. But you know that's just me. Yeah, you better point those guns down. Yo! Oh, shh. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Okay, Mr. Tenet. Ah, <laughs> oh, Scotty. You're not getting out, guy. Could you imagine if this movie went right now and just fucking popped tank? Could you imagine? I think it'd be pretty intense, but I also think it would be a little lackluster considering it's the first, the first thing in my movie, right? That would have been a little bummer to see Hank go so quickly. So it would have been fucking crazy, though. There you go. Still got shot. Honestly, I forgot that he got shot like that. Got him. Oh, no, Hanko. Stop. You really think a bullet would go through that suit, though, like that? Is that possible? God, Hope, what an absolute clutch player. Hope coming in the clutch. Here's Mr. Tennant just stealing everything. You thief! I'm pretty sure we got that tank coming up. Yeah, boys? Yes, yes, yes. Tank it up. Take her. Incoming. Maybe. Oh, we got stuck. God, he's he's dark. He's dark. Kill anything? That's dark, guy. Too dark for me. But I like how dark it is for the MCU. I think that's beneficial. 
All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's super cool. I give it that. Running on a gun, dynamite. I still think Ant-Man's fight skills are underrated. I still think people don't rate what he can do well, uh, good enough. And he can do a lot of things. He can he can do it pretty well. God, guys flying. Luis, my boy, to the rescue. Where you at, Scotty? Did I save your life? Hell yeah, Luis. Yeah, you saved his life. <laughs> Got it over check, though. <laughs> How does Luis hear his voice when he turns ant? Does he have like a microphone or, a, or an amplifier or something like that? Gotta scan that badge. That guy grabs the guy. That's that's classic Luis for you right there. No, you're not. Yeah, let's go with the tank. That's a real ass tank. <laughs> it's not a keychain. That's a real ass tank. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's dope. <laughs> and there's a tank. Meanwhile, Darren's off on his own. Private private heli over here. <laughs> Luis just coming in. Drops one guy for Hank. Oh, yeah. That's his call. That's his call. Ah, Darren's fuming. Let's go. Let's go. Bro, that is not about to do jack because... Oh, my no, Anthony. Oh, my no. Anthony. How did I not realize that Anthony went down? Oh, my saddest moment of the movie so far. Oh, my God. Absolutely brutal. But how does Darren do that? How does Darren pinpoint Anthony like that from that far away, the bullet? Come on. That's no way. You go get him, though, Scotty. You go get him. <laughs> it's too loud. There's a tank. I can't hear you. Okay, Ryan. Ryan from the office, just with all with all of the excuses at once. Jared's really about to shoot his own guy in order to get Ant Man dead. The callbacks from Endgame, people. Did you really think you could stop the future with a heist? Damn right you can stop the future with a heist. You bet. A time heist? Yeesh. Away it goes. And away it goes. Oof. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh! Almost out of the heli. 
So we have to aim it now? We have to dare it? Like, oh, this is a, just this fucking sick scene right here. Seeing him go yellow jacket for the very first time with 25 minutes to go is so sick. I think that's a great play. Honestly, movie-wise, I think it's a great play. Love to see it. How are these people even still piloting? Thank you. Okay, that was my next question. How are, how are these people still piloting? Because the helicopter's on absolute fire. It's toasted. Gonzo. Done. I... Th I think this part is super sick. A, that we get Surrey. B, that we get an awesome song uh, played over this instead of a classic, like, um, score that we get a really cool song. I think it's awesome. And we just see Darren automatically go from being Darren to Yellow Jacket just like that. I think it's really cool, too. I want to go play some ping pong. This suit, though, is so underrated in the MCU. I'm about to go off this week on Twitter about how the Yellow Jacket suit is the sickest suit in the MCU. Why does nobody ever talk about how awesome this suit is? Gosh. Uh-oh. Expand on the grill. Nobody likes that. Swat him. Yeesh. No. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let him go, Scott. Paxton. What a weird name. Unique. Why are you taser him before he can ever tell you anything? What if he's going to tell you that the whole world is going to be decimated because of Yellow Jacket and, uh, yeah, saw that coming. Oh, God, that's scary. That's very scary. It's also very good. Take me back, my boy. I get some serious, like, Neil vibes. Uh, Neil from the Santa Claus vibes from uh, Paxton here. He thinks he's the better man, but he's just the more logical and chooses not to believe in Santa Claus. I guarantee you Paxton doesn't believe in Santa Claus. That's it. That's the that's this is the conclusion I've made from the entire movie. Paxton doesn't believe in Santa Claus. I'm about to shit my pants. That was super scary. Let him out. Get it on, Scotty. Get it on. Squeeze. There you go. Here we go. The penultimate battle. Yeah, he's a monster. With a sick-ass suit. God, I can't get over this suit. Y'all probably sick of hearing me talk about the yellow jacket suit, though, huh? <laughs> oh, don't get Cassie like that. Uh, this is scary. This is sad. Classic. Classic line. And you love to see it coming from Scotty Lang. Wouldn't want it any other way. A little Thomas the Tank, huh? 
I do love this Thomas the Tank action. I think this is dynamite here. I feel like everybody loves this Thomas the Tank. <laughs> what an evil laugh. <laughs> what an evil laugh, too. <laughs> I absolutely adore the fact that we go back and forth between what reality is and what like Cassie is seeing and then what we are seeing, knowing they're fighting. I think that is wonderfully done. It would be an unfortunate if we didn't get that that switch up like that. Uh oh. I mean look, I'm I know Ant Man wins, but I can't remember how this plays out. So I'm really loving every second of it right now. Ah Tosses it and obliterates it. Oof. Oof. Wow. Look at him go. Use that. 20 times your body weight or 50 times your body weight, whatever. <laughs> Why is that so funny? That we just see a train fall off the tracks. That is always so funny to me. It's too funny. Out goes Thomas. Almost. <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna sell us. Oh man, Luis. <laughs> bang it up, bang it up, bang it up. <laughs> bang it up. <laughs> Just bang it up. God damn it, Luis. Why are you so funny, guy? Ugh. Yellow Jacket with the lasers is sick too. Like, how come, how come Scotty's got no lasers? Scotty needs some kind of weapon. He's all defense right now. He's all defense. He's just running away. Get him! Oh no! Nice. That would scare the bejesus out of me if I saw an ant that big. It would also scare the bejesus out of me if I saw Thomas the Tank Engine that big. So, look, one in the same. We're all on the same page here. All scary things. With Yellow Jacket being the most scary thing of them all. I wouldn't want to see Yellow Jacket, especially Darren Cross version. The voice is a little echoey, huh? Ooh, that ant. Oh my gosh, that's scary to me. Oh, that's disgusting. My t I'm curling my toes. Ugh, I gotta lift my feet off the ground in case there's ants coming by. <laughs> Mess up looking dog. Yo, Darren really just fucking blowing everything up, though. That's crazy talk. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. Yes, you can, Scotty. Believe. Don't be like... Don't be like... Uh... Don't be like Paxton. Believe in Santa Claus. Believe in the magic. Yeah, take it out on the girl, you sick fuck. Get out of here, Darren. Subatomic, Scotty. Subatomic. I think it's rad that he goes subatomic the very first movie so we can see him save the day. I think it's pretty cool a pretty cool move too. God, it just gets destroyed just like that. 
What a what a great suit to be destroyed. Oof. Uh oh. That's disgusting. Just eviscerates. He's gone. Come on, Scotty. Come back. You never go subatomic. Now look at him. He's stuck between all these atoms and stuff. It's too much for me. Again, I'm just going to state the fact that Quantumania is going to be absolutely insane. I think Quantumania is going to be crazy. I, don't, I mean, like I said, I don't even know what we're going to cover. Are we going to be in the quantum realm for a bunch of it? Like, regardless, I think it's going to be pretty freaking cool. That's where I stand on that. Oh, jeez. Getting smaller, Scott. Got some serious Doctor Strange vibes with this scene. And I like that a lot. Very happy with it. Oh no, gone forever. Don't even play that card with me, Hank. Some mad Doctor Strange vibes here. I love it. That's a movie I need to watch again, Doctor Strange. I watched it once, long time ago. Haven't seen it since. I need to watch that again. Plus Mads Mikkelsen. How am I missing the only... How how have I gone that long without watching Mads Mikkelsen in the MCU? Love Mads. I need to see another round. That's what I need to see. Also Mads Mikkelsen in, in Rogue One is, is sublime too. Come on, you can do it, Scott. Focus, guy. Focus. Don't mess with the regulator. Well, you gotta mess with the regulator now. Love to see it. And shebang. 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 Okay, now we got it. He, he back. He back. I wonder if it, That's interesting that it creates this like wind... This kind of like wind tunnel thing. I don't know. I don't think that happened the last time he came out of the quantum realm. I think he just showed up. Like I don't think he can have this big wind thing with him. Love it. God. The ultimate emotional ending. Can't fault it. Okay, Paxton. We know you don't believe in Santa Claus, Paxton. Just relax. Yeah, she cool. She cool. Man, if I was that little kid, if I was... If I went through that, if I was Cassie, that's too crazy for me. I wouldn't be okay like that. I do love how Thomas is taking his eyes are rolling around like that. Scott, dig deeper. She's she's out there. She's out there. You did it. I love the sense of accomplishment here too. Like I'm just I'm I'm swelling up with joy. You did it, Scott. Makes me happy. <laughs> Tell them to get some rest. Yeah, old fart, get some rest. 
Yeah, it's possible, guy. Bring her back. Bring her back. Bring her back. Hey, you gotta take it easy, though, my friend. That pinstripe suit's not doing you any favors. Ooh-wee! Oh, I'm getting a little hot. I'm getting a little toasty. <laughs> Shoot me again. <laughs> really hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're full of shit. I love how Hank pulls no punches with him either. Hank just tells it like it is. Well, Paxton, that means a lot, guy. Thank you. What are we eating for dinner here, Cassie? We need scrambled eggs for dinner because I'm not about that right now. I'm not in the mood for scrambled eggs right now. It, it's pretty rare that I'm in the mood for scrambled eggs. And if we're not eating scrambled eggs, because now it looks like mac and cheese and I'm just going on a rant about scrambled eggs for no reason. This is awkward. But it looked like she was eating toast with it, didn't it? I thought she would... It looks like toast to me. Toast and scrambled eggs and green beans? Or are we talking toast and mac and cheese and green beans? Hmm. Oh my gosh, that ant would freak me the hell out. That's too crazy for me. Too crazy. Oh boy. Music gets a little wild. Music gets a little hyped. Yeah. Yeah, you bet I can save her. <laughs> Only the facts. <laughs> I'm so glad they put in another scene of this, too. Sublime. <laughs> Fine, fine. <laughs> Stan, my boy. I wish I would have been able to meet Stan at a Comic-Con or something, you know. Lucky you if you did. I've never been to a Comic-Con. I'd love to go to a Comic-Con. Should I go this year? Should I go? Anthony Mackie. Who you got? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Superfly rider chick. He said yes. <laughs> God, the way that ends. He said yes. Adam McKay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Story by Edgar Wright. Really? We're, we're, are we really talking that this this was screenplay by Adam McKay? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the IMDb. We all know there's a post credit scene. So let's stick around for the post credit scene, shall we? But I'm about ready to pull up the uh, the IMDb. 
for Ant-Man here. Okay, we're going to get some facts straight. Ant-Man. 2015. That's the one that I want. No, I don't want to open the IMDb app. Okay. Yeah, wow. Okay, writers. Looks like we got Edgar Wright on the screenplay, which is interesting. And Adam McKay on the screenplay too. Which is incredible to me because... Adam McKay write, uh, wrote The Big Short, one of my favorite movies of all time. Wow, Adam McKay. I tracked me up as I did not know that. I literally didn't know Adam McKay did, did the screenplay for this. Um, Paul Rudd also did some of the screenplay, and then uh, that's that's just fire. You just you love to see the, the good stuff like that. So, yeah, that entire conversation I had about should we get, um, you know, Edgar Wright to come back and direct. I still think, yeah, we should get him to direct a Marvel movie. But looks like he's already been in on the screenplay, so you love to see it. I think that's pretty rad. I like this. Uh, I like these credits, too. I think they're pretty sick with the uh, subatomic, uh, subatomic levels here. I like it. I just want that post credit, and y'all know I I like this post credit that we're gonna get. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. What do we got? Oh, okay. What do you want to show us, Hank? What do you want to show us? You. I love that this is the the wasp suit. This is super cool. Like. Obviously, guaranteed sequel. Love the gold, blue, and red. Even though I, I hate blue, this looks good. Replace it with black, look better, but, you know. Yeah, this is sick. I mean, this is, yeah, this is pretty cool. Finally, we get the Wasp in the MCU as well. Like, this is a big post-credit, I feel like. About damn time. You love to hear it. About damn time. I, I love it. I think that's super exciting post credit scene. What a great movie. What an absolutely great movie. Like I said, man, we got a, a long show today. Very, very exciting stuff. Thank you for joining me for uh, the first ever movie commentary on 15 minutes of Marvel. Today it's like two hours of Marvel. And, you know, I'm cool with that. Last episode of every single month, I'll be doing a watch-along episode uh, or a commentary episode. So, listen, if you enjoyed it, let me know. If you want to see me do a specific movie as well, let me know. Or a TV show or, you know, I can do anything, uh, anything Marvel-related. So, let me know what you'd like to see me do commentary on. Um, get at me on Twitter and Instagram at 15 Minute Marvel. I'm, uh, you know, I'm always active on Twitter. Always a good time there. Give me a follow. Thanks for listening to the show. I, I heavily appreciate it. And, um, you know, we've got seven weeks until Loki, uh, about to be six, so thank goodness. But if you have any ideas for the show, if you want me to talk about anything in particular for Marvel, for the MCU, uh, let me know. Get at me on Twitter. Definitely let me know. I'm open to any any type of show topics that, that might be out there in the future. Uh, we've got a little bit until Loki, so let's figure something to talk about. Uh I love all of you, 3,000. It's been a fantastic episode. This was a blast. I loved watching it, man. I, I needed that rewatch, and that was just an all-around great night for me. Uh, so that was a blast. Uh, thank you for listening. I am Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Oh.